Good news, everyone. <laughs> you have been hearing an ad for a while now saying if we pumped up our Patreon to $500 a month, we would give you a whole bonus show. And you did it like a while ago. And I just haven't changed the ad. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> consider this an update. Congrats. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm replacing that ad with this one. And this one is just a little clip show to get your whistle wet for this month's extra bonus episode of uh, Mama Tried. And that'll come out as soon as we get $1,000. That'll come out as soon Yeah, we're holding <laughs> this one hostage. Nah, 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 nah. But I did want to remind y'all, if we do hit 750, our goal is to release two episodes of that a month. But without any further ado, mm-hmm. here's a couple of clips. Get hyped. Gunvar is going to watch Martin go investigate the door and yeah. think to himself, that motherfucker is going to get attacked by a ghost and I'm going to get blamed for that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Did I... What did I... What did I do? And with glee, he's like, yes, one more. <laughs> and he starts scuffing it out and he saves like one last little bit. And then he uh, jumps ass first onto it and erases <laughs> it with a butt. He's looking straight ahead, but it, it, and it would be difficult for you to know if he is just looking straight ahead, watching where he's going, looking straight ahead, like avoiding your gaze because he feels awkward about what he's going to say, looking straight ahead because there's Gunvar's fucking back. <laughs> you wake to the feel of sunlight warming your face. Oh, God. Oh, oh so bright. As a well-known sense of aching dread rolls from your temples to your stiffened limbs. Don't say it's my mom. Familiar. I'm not my mother's child. I can handle it. I had too much. Bad news, everyone. Uh, Star Daddy partied way too hard at Nerd Camp the other week and came down with a nasty case of dehydration. Pardon the sound of my cat yelling in the background. Uh, so that means that we uh, have this intro. So I guess there you go. Uh, if you think that Star Daddy needs to drink more water, please. Tell him on the Discord. Remind him all throughout the day. Just ping him constantly. At Star Daddy on the Discord. Drink more water. Uh, Otherwise, we're not going to get any new content. No. For real, we had a really fantastic time. We really enjoyed everybody who came out. We got to see some people who came out last year. See them again, hang out again, and meet some brand new people. And we will gush about that a whole bunch more probably next week when we do have a chance to all get together again and give you... Uh, traditional intro shenanigans. Abandoned ghost ships. Spooky, scary. Ships becoming ghosts. Ghosts becoming... It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Damn you, Tina Fey. You've led me astray once more. Um, yeah, so the whole spooky Halloween vibe is somewhat reinforced when we breached the flight deck of the abandoned ship two steps ahead and found that it is 
in fact, commanded by a skeleton that looks like she's getting ready for a night on the town. Uh, we kill a couple of old security robots, and then basically we say, hey, let's get down to Luton. While Hopper and uh, CB loot information vital to our mission, presumably, I, I don't really know what our mission is, no one tells me anything. Uh, me and Anton do sort of a deck-by-deck deck sweep of the old ship, and we don't find much of terrible interest, except for one thing. Okay, you know how you hear about, like, medicine, like, in the old-timey times, how it was just kind of crazy on the face of it? Like, you know, eating tapeworm eggs to lose weight, or wearing corsets so tight that it turns your insides to jelly? And you think, oh, but we don't do that anymore, we're better now. Yeah, no, that's a continuum. Turns out, Hopper was designed to be a pediatrician by a company called Revagen. We found the packaging. And it's wild. And apparently a lot of the issues that uh, we have experienced with a good doctor over the years are uh, known issues. You know, uh, maybe they released an update at some point. We never got it. But uh, yeah, so I think that this is the sort of thing that is going to uh, become significant. So, dear listener, make a note. Hopper, product of Revagen. A shady pretech company of unknown notives that makes the world's creepiest pediatrician for the general public. I don't know. Seems like a bad idea. Hey, I feel myself starting to ramble. That means I need a snack. I'm going to go do that. Exnaxior. So, there was something I was planning to mention, I think, a couple episodes ago and just remembered, and that is... A goals. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Um, a thing that we should discuss. So, yeah, I realize that I don't have any goals that are really up to date right now. I mean, I have like a short-term get a Condoleez naval officer's uniform, and also find out something about CB's past. But like, I don't know if those are really applicable, or I don't know. I just wrote them down in haste in the <laughs> past, and now I'm not sure about them. Well, the change in the plan probably put both of those. Off on the back burner. You are welcome to change goals. I don't think there's a uh, cost. Cool. Hmm? I also don't have any long-term goals anymore. Uh, my long-term goal is, and I think I mentioned this already, get the grace of Spike 2. Yes. Short-term goal, I think, was probably make, explore, and establish a new rudder with Mackie's name on it. <laughs> <laughs> Was it that was really your goal? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but I still feel like we all ought to get experience for that. <laughs> I feel like you could make it as a new goal. We could just do it all again. Nah. <laughs> it worked out fine the first time, right? Okay, I'm going to establish a short-term goal right now, and that is going to be make our rendezvous in the Zolta system. Good one. That uh, ties with my goal, uh, current goal, of deploying and retrieving the telescope. In the Zolta system. It's called yeah, but synergy. You, you can do that anytime and still get the experience point. Um, <laughs> that's true. My current goals, my short-term goal is to deposit uh, Cosmetopolis, and my long-term goal is to complete all current jobs. Ah, that's a good one. Ooh. So when you say deposit Constantopolis, do you mean like just generally get him off the ship, or do you mean like take him to Panamorphy, take him to Argo? I uh, worded it ambiguously intentionally. Hmm. Don't you try to pin this man down? I feel like I'm. I I, I meant specifically <laughs> completing the job and dropping him on Panamorphine. <laughs> Sounds good. 
Ask me my goal. What's your goal, Star Daddy? The same goal we have every night. <laughs> <laughs> what What's that? To try and take over the world. Oh, okay. I just wanted to check to see if it was th- that was still the goal. Narf. <laughs> <laughs> Playing both sides against the middle there. <laughs> Man, I feel like CB's long-term goals are all like wishy-washy kind of things. Like, she's been searching like a certain amount of security. I don't really know how to phrase that in a thing that isn't just like a... Yeah, how do you make that tangible? Yeah. Gameplay? Yeah. Because, um, like, I guess, mm. like, she as a person, her long-term goal would be to, like, feel like she's not in survival mode anymore. Mm-hmm. And feel like she actually is secure in whatever position she's in. Whether that getting enough money to go, like, buy her own ship or feeling like she's not going to get kicked off the grace anytime she does something questionable, but I don't know how to word. And that feels like a long-term goal. Cause that feels like you have to build trust and like the sense of safety and security is a thing that is not just, well, I did it in one weekend. Yeah. I think the book gives a good, if I recall correctly, a good example is I want to get rich is a bad goal. I want to make a million credits is a good goal. Right. So the more concrete, the okay. more binary. So I think, and you guys can tell me whether you think this is a long-term or short-term goal. I guess if CB is chasing security and specifically security on the grace with the crew, CB wants to achieve an official title, mm. like an official job that she does for the crew. That's not just, well, she's here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think, uh, I think a good short-term goal would be to like find a niche on the ship. You like, think that's a, a good short-term, sh- short-term goal? Yeah. I, I don't think that that's particularly a reach for CB at this point. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that as my short term goal. I'm kind of out of long term goals. It's the uh the moment in Star Wars seven when uh Chewie's injured and Han gestures to the co pilot seat for Ray. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Did Before I get- you get any funny ideas, you had better not injure our Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys the story of uh Tommy went to see the last Star Wars movie? in the Skywalker trilogy, I forget what it's called, Rise of Skywalker, yeah. with his grandpa. And um, I asked him later what he thought of it, and <laughs> he referred to Emperor Sheev Palpatine as Ray's grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Which, this generation is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically accurate. Yeah, it was totally, yes. I knew exactly. He got it. <laughs> he followed the, the plot. I think I'm going to stick with just a short term for now, and I'm going to keep the other short term goals just like on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so achieve a niche with the crew of the Grace. But what I'm thinking is like CBCs that Anton is. He's a lot. He wears a lot of hats, but he clearly is like he's the tactical one. And if you wanted to look at like the manifest, he's the ship's cook. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. But she knows that within the team, he's the one that if shit's going to go down, he's the one who leads what we do with the ship going down. He's the shooty one. There's the a shooty one. There's a roster of about 2,500 officers on the ship, and they're all Anton. <laughs> they're all, it's true. It's true. And, you know, Mackie is the captain slash the pilot, and Hopper is the medic. Chief medical officer, yeah. And also chief terror 
nightmare officer. Yeah. No, well, well Grace, Grace is I guess maybe. sort of how like Hildy slid into comms. You need to find a a thing for exactly. Uh, yeah, for CB to slide into. Because yeah, because Hildy, it felt like she immediately just made a niche for her. She just put herself in a wedge and just like shoved everybody to the side and was like, mm. "This is my territory." Mm-hmm. And I don't think CB really has that. You could slide into somebody's DMs. Mm-hmm. Eh, that sounds like work. <laughs> <laughs> All up in that dark matter. <laughs> are we uh, are we still on the ghost ship? No. All right. You are on the edge of the system. You have now packed all of your food in the anti-mutiny food uh, <laughs> containers. Cool. I think you didn't take any. No. Before we jump into uh, narrative content, mm-hmm. there's an extra diegetic bit that I've been meaning to do, oh. which is a uh, shout out at Pigeon Tuxedo on Twitter for the great portraits of the crew. Oh, yeah. Which yes. you can see on our subreddit. And I've been meaning, I keep meaning to do that every episode and I keep forgetting. So I'm just sticking it in here while I remember. Mm-hmm. So, Fantastic. Right they are really cool. It is the most wholesome and heartwarming that Hopper will ever be. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Hopper's a big softy. Don't don't let the murder hands and the hard, you know, tungsten alloy chassis deceive you. <laughs> I still think there's a future where we murder Grace and Hopper can be as wholesome as he wants. I I see that future. Yeah. I I mean I kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see Hopper giving the thumbs up as he sinks, sinks into a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Just a hot tub, and there's like just like a regular hot just tub. Coors Light empties floating in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, he's Coors original guy. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's Banquet. fantastic. Banquet for sure. You are uh, on the edge of. I closed it. To look at my map. Glory is it? Glory. Madness. So on the edge of glory. Betalus, you're on the edge of the Betalus system. You are preparing to jump. If you're not willing to make a new rudder. <laughs> okay. You got to go to Fuzang Long to get to Argo. You can jump to Argo directly from here if you want to make a new rudder. I mean, I think we should just jump directly to Argo. What what could go wrong? Have we accrued any kind of lasting bonus since we technically successfully... Yes, you got the navigational data from the ship computer that you just raided. Mm-hmm. That gives you a plus one on any jump adjacent to the beta system. If we just play it straight, we make our appointment in Zolta, right? Yes. yes. We're just going to play it like, straight. Technically, we don't even have to roll dice. We just jump, fuel, jump, and or jump, jump, fuel, we're there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which uh, I realize is not like the most interesting way of spending our time, but then we're just like, we're there in like 30 seconds and can, you know, focus on doing our shit I think if we, we sh- want to be. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's fuck around with making new rudders when we are not under the gun. However, in Fuzang Long, yes, I would like to take an hour and see if we can't, you know, tight beam contact any of our friends at Lakshi Day. Okay, so Fuzang Long is the star that Argo or that uh, Aegea circles. Mm. You're right. I was thinking of Glazer. Yeah. Scratch that. We can just burn well, through there. Fuzang Long is only one jump away from Glazer. We, well, so they, again, well, we can wait for that until we're not under the gun. I'm, I'm excited about the Zolta thing. So there are data couriers, mm-hmm. so you can't transmit from star to star in any like reasonable way. It's still gotcha. limited by the speed of light. But there are ships that take servers full of data mm. and make the jump and then transfer it over to 
Okay. To well, the kombus and the other. Well, uh, I was also thinking it would not be unreasonable for Lakshi Day to have uh, a presence in the Fujang Long system. Sure. I would like to talk to our specific and particular friend, Captain Zhao, though, because uh, I feel like selling this rudder is going to be a negotiation, uh-huh. and I would like to do it with someone that we know and who Anton has banged. So if I may, <laughs> well, that's not a small list. If I may, yeah. so the Pasha system, which is on our itinerary, mm-hmm. is one jump away from Glacier. Assu- uh, assuming we don't want to chart some more new rudders along the way. Well, after Zolta, I might be down to clown. Actually, uh, that <laughs> b- brings me to uh, Anton. Yes. When it comes time to sell this rudder, I was wondering, I, I was thinking about seeing if we can't get in touch with Captain Zhao and have her... Uh, represent us to uh Day mm. as a way to potentially get the best possible price for it. Would you be interested in making the approach? Uh, I can? Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like it could hurt. Certainly don't see any kind of... I don't, I don't know that it's ultimately going to make that much of a difference, but I don't mind helping. All right. Sounds good. Like, uh, well, when we've got some time to hop over to Glacia, we'll see if we can't get in touch with the captain. And uh, if so, like this um, rudder is sort of a universal commodity, and we could approach basically anybody with it and be like, hey, we found this thing. It's incredibly valuable. So, hmm, you're I think- right. You're right. You're right, actually. Hey, uh, Mackie pulls down the the CB handset that's on, like, a curly wire mm-hmm. and, like, gets on the shipwide intercom. Anybody who knows or can think of anybody who'd want to buy a really convenient new rudder between two star systems, talk to me, Anton, CB, or Hopper. We're going to get a list together. Maybe we can get a bidding war going. That would be awesome. Thank you. That is all. Click. Grace Grace puts up on the comm screens the equivalent of the back page of the Memphis Flyer, which has <laughs> just like dozens and dozens of brand new, totally legit, honestly trustworthy <laughs> rudder. No one knows. Wire, wire credits to uh, Shady Scam Guy. Do, do any of the passengers kind of perk up and be like, well, you guys told us that it was an experimental spike drive. Perk up? No, they are uh, <laughs> sedated to the gills, I believe. Is the... Well, we stopped sedating them. They might be coming oh, out of it. Oh, well, in that case, they attacked you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they, they just fell asleep during the alcohol drinking and the... They're still a little... Uh, Loopy? Yeah. We know Scrambler Guy... They're taking a lot of naps. already met a sad fate. Yeah. When we refuel... Wherever we end up needing to stop to refuel, which I guess is this stop, because we've made two jumps now. <clears throat> Definitely, like, restocking the galley and the bar at the, the <gasps> trading post, because yeah. y'all's, y'all's idea of keeping the passengers in line is just drugging them up to the gills, and mine is largely similar, but that drug is alcohol and <laughs> karaoke. We're I'm way ahead of you, Anton. Cruise time. I'm way ahead of you, Anton. I have stocked 17 different kinds of schnapps. <laughs> oh, I just spray paint sandals under the <laughs> MS Admiral Grace. <laughs> All inclusive. Just take some sand and just yeah. like wiggle it onto the deck. So that means is... that we need to make a stop in Fuzanglong. Yep. So does that mean we get to fuel up at AGF? Well, 
We established that Argo has a refueling station on the space lane. Mm-hmm. True. But I thought we just said we needed... Do we have enough juice to get to Argo? Yes. No. Well, if you do a spike jump. If you do a jump without a rudder, you do. I thought we refueled here in Betalus, didn't we? No. No, you arrived in Betalus and then didn't go ah, I gotcha. to the planet. Yeah. Would Fujang Long have, being a tourist center of, of some kind... It definitely has a refueling station, but we're going to have to roll to see if it makes the astrologically small odds of it being in a convenient place at the time, because it's just orbiting the star. Gotcha. So somebody roll me a D100. Oh. Well, make a decision first, and then I'll roll I think, yeah, let's just go ahead and jump. To Fuzang Long? To Fuzang Long? To Fuzang Long. All right. About, will I roll the D100? Sure. All right. That's a 95. Nice. All right. That's a high percent. <clears throat> yeah. Too bad we're playing seems, seems Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you guys were refueling an Argo, so I have to re I'm just curious. There's a 1 in 100 chance I'll get the same number as you, and I have the dice in my hands. Let's find out. If you out. get the same number. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> I ain't get the same number. This ship explodes, is what I'm going to say. <laughs> Six more days in a frightening liminal space between states of being bring you back to Fuzang Long, the dim red dwarf that hosts the ancient megastructures of Aegea and the Nightlight. On approach to the local refueling station, EchoNet Kombuis establish contact and update the ship's cached data with news, celebrity gossip, the latest episode of Gunsmoke, and a handful of your waiting text and video messages. Oh. Mackie. Yes, sir. You received an image of cartoon thumbs suplexing each other from Big Nicky. <laughs> Aww. Checking That's back, it great. looks like checking back. It looks like it was a reply to your message from a month ago, asking if it was safe to ignore the expiration date on canned refried beans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Anton. Yo. How do you interpret this as an answer to that? Are the thumbs pointing up or down? We're like one one each. (laughs) Yeah, like it seems like a shrug. I I find like the one that I relate to is the one that appears to be winning. Is it the one that looks like a cartoon bucket of popcorn from the movie theater? (laughs) How dare you bring that meta insult into this uh, serious game of? yeah, I, I think it's fine. I'm, I'm going to have some beans. You have the con. I like how it's a month after the fact, too. <laughs> Anton. Yo. You received an assortment of nude photos varying widely in the degree to which they were solicited. <laughs> also, that financial advice newsletter that's just ads for gold. And lastly, a 50% off coupon for pizza lifts everyone's spirits and bolsters failing morale. But tragically, the coupon turns out to be camouflage for an encrypted video sent by Dr. Hildegard Hypatia Cade. (gasps) Oh, man. What? I mean, this is good, too. Awesome. (laughs) Is the video cool? I don't know, because Kristen has to act it out. Okay, cool. Just anything? No, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, anything plus this. Okay. And you can cut this part out, obviously. Okay. Gentlemen, uh, please forgive the encryption. Hopefully you are sophisticated enough to get through it. Uh, I have to make this quick. I have had to decamp from the flooded palace. 
because our friend, uh, Mr. Cho, is, um, well, he's been sniffing around. I am pretty confident that my encryption is uh, nice and tight here, as the nun said to the Anton. Ah, ah, ha, I'm sorry. It's been such a difficult time. It's, it's so nice to find just a moment of, of joy. Uh, anyway, I am confident enough that I can speak frankly with you. Yes, some agents of Mr. Cho uh, showed up shortly after your departure and have been asking questions about the crew of the Grace. Fortunately, because of my change in appearance, and you guys kind of see that she has, like, the goop stabilized, but she kind of, like, mushes her face around a little, and she can kind of, like, make herself look like a different person. Like Darkman. Yeah. Hey. For a minute. Um, I was able... That's unsettling. (laughs) (laughs) And then the video goes on. We Uh, need to send her a message back. The cleft chin does not work. (laughs) That just looks like a butt on a face. <laughs> it would probably be better if she put it on her chin. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I was able to um, avoid detection and uh, have removed myself to the Silver City as a base of operations. I have been informed by Big Nikki that they have maintained residence and are continuing to ask questions. Uh, it seems that they are interested in our whereabouts, as well as uh, what happened to the item. Uh, and she gives you, like, a wiggly eye, and because of the, you know, she tries to do, like, a high sign wink, but because <laughs> of the goop situation, like, it uh. is, what might have been a wink is now a sort of, like, wave across her face. <laughs> <laughs> she can't stop. It keeps bouncing it back just, and forth. Just keeps moving. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure you will remember. I will be in touch in the future if I learn anything more. For the moment, uh, keep a lookout and um, I suppose stay safe. And then she clicks off. What do you think about that? You know, I. To be honest, I thought that it was sort of suspicious that we've gotten away this fall without having to deal with. Cho anymore, or any of his uh, associates. He was pretty hot on our heels for a while there, and we sort of just got away with it. Yeah, we weren't exactly laying low throughout uh, Glazer and uh, Crucia Moors. We we got noticed, that's for sure. So, um, this might be a more interesting trip than we anticipated. Maybe we run a little darker than usual. So I should be upfront yes. about what is in the sadness room. Should you? Oh, you meant a different kind of dark. Oh, <laughs> uh, I meant not broadcasting our presence. All right, I'll see what I can do to. Uh, is there a way to? Everybody turn off Tinder. <laughs> Everybody turn off Tinder. We'll or show. Just set it to global. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'll see if what I can do about a transponder. I've got a little, uh, a few tricks that can like. Uh, alter it to a point where we might not ping on anybody that's looking for us. As far as Dr. Cade goes, I mean, did did that sound like she's doing okay? Do you think we should check in on her? I... Maybe she needs that, an extraction. I think that going to Crucia Moors right now sounds pretty risky. That's but true. if Hildy's in trouble, Hildy's in trouble and we should go. Alright, I'll compose but, a message back to her and send I, it on its way. I think she seems safe, you know. 
Maybe we check up. Checking up sounds like a good idea. I mean, I'm sure that her friends, the Goonies, will look after her, but I don't know what they could do if, uh, you know, do Jeff you Cho just... Feel, do you feel Shank, confident that you could reply in a similarly encrypted fashion? Shank points yeah. out that Hildy did say she was confident, but then she realizes that she it was always confident about everything. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was saying, not actually much of a... saying that she was confident <clears throat> is uh, sort of redundant. Don't worry, Anton, I have it covered. I will send a message that is labeled secret spy message, and then when they decrypt it, it will be a coupon for half off of a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which, when you decrypt that, will be a secret spy message. I like it. Which will tell you to call a pizza franchise, and then we will bribe the pizza franchisee to deliver a secret spy message. Seems like, uh... It's turtles all the way down, bud. I like it. <laughs> CB kind of waits for a minute while they're talking, she, and she's just like faded into the background, and she doesn't say anything about the conversation because she's, you know, she's been in a few cases where you don't just immediately ask; you get context clues to figure out what's been going on, and you mm-hmm. know, find a way to insert yourself into the situation. Yeah. But um, she does come forward, and she like is that the old Hildy or is that the old CB? The old CB. <laughs> she tugs on Mackie's elbows. Hey, Pappy. What's up, CB? Hey, uh, were there any messages for me? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Are there any messages for her? No. Sorry, kid. Hopper walks up and <laughs> hands CB a piece of paper. CB takes it. It says, look out, there's a ghost behind you. Use the ghost ray quick. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, Hopper. I will <laughs> have you know that I used your stupid ghost ray to hit the other you in the face. So unless you went the same, I would quit. Did it seem to have a noticeable effect on the other me? I mean, it kind of messed up one of his eyes. Not my precious eyes. <laughs> <laughs> right in the eye. Kristen, did you did you want to have a message for somebody or did you want it? No, I, no, no. I'm just. I read uh, that as you wanted to do the. Uh, oh, no, I'm. Is narr- there any mail for me? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah. narrativizing the fact yeah. that CB is like, she feels secure. That's what I thought. But she's realizing that nobody knows she's here and she's like a non-entity. Mm-hmm. So CB, there's a catalog addressed to resident. <laughs> CB, this is what happens when you let aliens touch your eyes. You see our 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 dear old friend Doctor Kate here. Yeah, yeah, you know, she's all goopy. Yeah, she did look a little unusual. Yeah, you don't you shouldn't let aliens touch your eyes. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. In my experience, when aliens touch your eyes, they're trying to like put eggs in you. <laughs> I, you know. We're going to need to plumb the depths of this egg fixation. The egg thing is a weird thing, yeah. It is, it is a recurrent I don't thing. know how you guys have gotten this far in space travel and have not had to deal with parasites, but there's a lot of really creepy stuff out there. Oh, no, they are riddled with parasites. <laughs> oh, 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 See, no. it's not so bad, right? <laughs> they keep my allergies under control. <laughs> My hookworms got tapeworms. <laughs> wonders in, for my figure. In, in real life, the person that plays Anton is just like seriously icked out by any sort of like no. parasitic being. So the joke I was going to make, I'm going to leave alone now. <laughs> <laughs> Working for a compost place. Every time I get splashed with anything, I'm like, all right, there's another parasite. <laughs> oh, man. They can duke it out. Yeah. Oh, I had a, uh, a thing I wanted to do. When we refuel here okay. in uh, the Aegea-adjacent system. Also, CB has not yet caught on to the possibility that Hopper, like, razzing her about the ghost stuff might actually be an attempt to be nice. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't get it. 
So like me, the player, I just wanted you to know. Okay. <laughs> like, I think I get what you're doing. He's uh, stuck in the how to make someone feel like a member of the team, like <laughs> gentle rab- uh, ribbing. Yes. Which is weird because NZ is looking through the like window in the door at everybody. Hopper looks at him and goes, go on, get out of here. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what's going on in there. <laughs> it just seems like fun. <laughs> I bet they're all good friends. <laughs> Looks like a meeting of the minds. <laughs> hey, NZ, why don't you make like a sex bot and go fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you're not on The View. <laughs> did you want to actually do a message for Hildy or did you just, or did you decide against it? Or? Yeah, Mackie's going to definitely reply. He's not going to belabor the point. It's just going to be to the effect of message received and uh, if you need any kind of extraction or assistance, ask. Uh, Anton's waving from, like, sort of halfway out of frame behind Mackie's shoulder. <laughs> hey! <laughs> and he basically reverses the same encryption protocols that she used to get it to us, mm-hmm. and then he bounces it around a bunch of different, uh, you know, servers and stuff to mask its yeah. system of origin. And Did you tell her I said hi? Tell her I said hi, please. I mean, it's assumed that you said hi, but I'll... I'll hey, oh, Hildy, so, so no. Hopper. <laughs> or does Grace hi. say hi? Hopper and Grace send their greetings <laughs> and, and their well. wishes for a pleasant and productive new year. <laughs> so... Wang and Shanker in the corridor, standing beside NZ, just like, I want to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a separate packet with the uh, message mm-hmm. that only the Grace receives. Mm-hmm. And it was basically just like the hot goss. Yeah. <laughs> like it was all about Big Nikki has been resisting efforts to become the the king of mm-hmm. of the new faction. And um, you know, uh oh my god, Bashy was hitting on this person and just total hot goss girl talk just mm-hmm. to Grace. Asked, so how are things going with Nolan and I and PG? <laughs> Nice, nice. Uh, By the way, we did turn the refrigerator to 69 degrees, and I don't know what happened after that. We we resolved that there was not an attempt to hijack anything. It was just the automated medbot connection protocol. That was the the keys were in the football, but they didn't get turned. Okay, I guess. So uh, he got sealed back up. Yeah. Uh, But for now. Yeah, so Grace is going to respond with like (laughs) the romantic equivalent of. Hildy's wink. Yeah, yeah. Where her face like half melts. It's just like <laughs> raw footage of a simulation between Grace and Nolan Ryan P. Jr. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like those things where it's like, you know getting banged together like Barbie dolls. <laughs> well, it's it's like if you ask Dally to like make a whole bunch of stills from pornos and then mm-hmm. splice them together. Mm-hmm. So nothing is actually visible. Yeah. Uh, There's just weird shapes like floating in suggestive positions. Yeah. Hildy gets the sense that this is the ex that you just keep hooking up with. (laughs) You just can't stop. I know he's bad for me, but I cannot quit him. (laughs) Come on, baby. Make it hurt so good. (laughs) Ah, yes. This is the role-playing game where we pretend to be late 80s pop stars. (laughs) Now I want to hear Nolan Ryan P. Jr.'s uh, cover of that. Sometimes love don't feel like it should. Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. Here I am, rock me like a hurricane. <laughs> That's about sex, right? <laughs> I mean, it's from the eight. It's all about sex, right? You're a heartbreaker, <laughs> love taker. We are all just dust on the wind. Dust on the wind. 
<laughs> All we are is dust on the wind. The ants are my friends. They're blowing in the wind. <laughs> oh, man. Fun fact, Dust on the Wind, for years, that was the saddest song that I had ever heard because it was associated with the death of uh, Duncan McLeod's girlfriend from um. the first season <laughs> of Highlander. Uh-huh. She yeah. gets killed. Spoilers. Uh, very early in the second season, she just gets shot, just like randomly shot. And as a young child watching that, I was just like, no, people in TV shows aren't supposed to die. They just don't. Yeah. It was- that was Tasha Yar for me. Tasha was another, she yeah. was another big one for me. I remember. I, it served a purpose in the plot because it, it showed that Duncan, like, would always regret not biting her and turning her into Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> I always yeah. regretted not cutting off my girlfriend's head. Fucked <laughs> <laughs> up. Oh, okay. So I might cut this, but I can't stop myself. So mm-hmm. another great thing about that is that he discovers that his obnoxious kid assistant, Richie, actually is a Highlander. Yeah. And he has to stay with the show. And the whole time you're just like, why couldn't it have been Tessa? I totally forgot about that kid until... He's terrible. I can see his face clear as day. And then the other thing that made me, that it made me think, your joke made me think of is that, okay, so in the fourth movie, which actually is pretty good, Highlander Endgame, where it has both Duncan and Connor again, mm-hmm. which is the first time you see them together since the pilot of the TV weird show. Crossover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Duncan's tragic backstory is that he actually did once marry a Highlander. Or, well, another immortal. And on their wedding night, so Connor comes to him and is like, hey, just so you know, I know you're all excited about, like, marrying this chick that you're in love with. Finally losing your virginity. Um, (laughs) But, like, she's, you know, and the only way for you to, the only way for you to stay with her forever is if you, like, kill her violently. Because you can't just, like, die. You gotta die violently. So, on their wedding night, spoilers, Duncan kills her to make her an immortal so that they can be together forever and she gets very pissed at him and is like the fuck did mm-hmm. you do and then she's very upset with him until uh the events of Highlander Endgame where she is one of the bad guy immortals until she realizes she does actually love him and they can be together forever so mm-hmm. i if, stand up for movie number 4 if that happened to me i would be like how did you know you weren't crazy <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she wakes up not dead. Yeah. I mean, theory confirmed, but like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like the data was not in, like, on the. To be fair, it's not just how do you know you're not crazy? It's mm-hmm. also you let your crazy sort of cousin convince yeah. you to mm-hmm. murder me. You believe that guy's Scottish? He sounds like he's from Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this has been uh, Hot Highlander Goss Corner. on the <laughs> Hot Highlander Goss <laughs> with Kristen. That was Hot Goss. <laughs> Super hot. What, 20 years old? <laughs> 30. Man, I love those movies. In that vein, I got to back uh, Renegade, Lorenzo Lamas. Because <laughs> it's so shitty. So shitty, it's good. Can everybody please promise me that you'll get on YouTube tonight and watch the Renegade intro? <laughs> it's fucking great. So we got our messages. <laughs> you got your messages. Uh, you are approaching the refueling station. It is, astronomically speaking, quite small, but mm-hmm. large enough that the biggest ship you've ever seen could fit inside it. Oh, wow. All right. It's a mostly solid white orb, at least on the outside. It's like a shell. Mm-hmm. There are gaps on its north and south poles that are kind of like the entranceways, and then there are a lot of bays inside that ships can dock in. With this message from Hildy, hmm. and 
Fu Zhenglong being sort of the center of the spike paths mm-hmm. in this cluster, Grace is going to change her like hail sign to the NS Admiral Schmrace. All right. <laughs> uh, Noted. Or yeah. some other, you know, equally you miss, clever. You missed a chance to be the uh, the Grania. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, Mac I mean, it's not is, too late. You could just be like, I'm the Grania. Is going to fool with the transponder to see if he can't, you know, change it in some meaningful way to uh, mask us. Okay, uh, let's do these things first. So I'm going to need a programming check for whoever's encrypting the message. It sounds like it's Grace, but it could also it could be Mackie. I think Grace has better programming, I believe. I think in that Grace has some programming. Yeah. I think Mackie has some programming. I have some programming. Yeah, I, I, so. I, I have one rank in program. I also have one rank in program now. I think that it would you, you I can, would be using int, right? Yeah, I'd be using int. Do you have a plus two? For I int? have a plus one. Oh, okay. So we're, it's a wash for either of us. But I get to reroll though. Th- yeah. So I think that you should disguise the transponder because okay. that is, seems more important. Yeah. Okay. If they intercept our message, oh well. What skill are you going to use to mess with the transponder? I was thinking programming because I I would imagine that like that's not a turning a wrench kind of thing. That's a mm-hmm. you know messing with data. Sure. Okay. So uh, so you want it to say something different. You don't want it to be silent. Yeah, we we don't want to fly without a transponder. We right. just want it to appear to be a transponder, not that that no one's looking for. Okay. All right. Gonna reroll that. With different die, because that was atrocious. Those boys going in the sin bin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, that's a lot better. That's an 11 plus 2 for 13. Okay. And uh, I got a 7 on the dice for with a plus 2 for a 9 to encrypt the message. Okay. You will not know if that's a success because it's a... An opposed. Someone would be yeah making an opposed roll. Can I finish describing the fucking fueling station? Yes. yes. I'm kidding. So, it, like I said, it's a solid white. There are some spider-like robots mm. kind of marching around the on the outside hole with some kind of... It's like a mix of uh, like an airbrush and a flamethrower. Okay. And they are scoring off the writing that was on it before, so you can <laughs> see... All that's left is Apog. <laughs> so, so there's graffiti that's yeah. on. No, no, it used to say like Apogee. Like it used oh, to be an Apogee uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. property. Gotcha. But uh, the new owners are having that taken off. So, all right. I want to talk to Father Constantopoulos okay. while we're uh, kind of doing a, a pit stop. All right. Are you waiting until? You dock, or are you doing it like before you? Yeah, it's like while we're while we're kind of milling about while we're docking and fueling, what feels like even more downtime than just transit time. It's like yeah, that's a good idea. And the the passengers are not sedated at this point. Is that right? Correct. And it's been like six days. So my question was going to be: Is this like basically we're stopping at the good gas station? Um, Stopping at the loves? Yeah, we're at Bucky's. Yeah, everybody's lined up by the airlock. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, Mackie walks by with a couple of cans of inspired beans under his arm. (laughs) Inspired beans. Ex- <laughs> inspired beans. <Yes>. Expired beans. <laughs> Says to uh, everyone, I'm going to hit up uh, Fuzang Long John Silvers. Anybody want anything? <laughs> hey, oh. Nice. That's good. Hey, um, hey, Father, you got a minute? Apparently. Well, you know. <laughs> you, you can't be. You can't be salty. You're at Bucky's. How many minutes in a day? Um, I don't know. I don't care. 60 times 24. I don't know. That many times 42 <laughs> is how many minutes I've got. 
<laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, <clears throat> I was gonna ask because you like you like to get down, right? You like to party. Yeah, I like to party. I know you. I know you like to party. You ever tripped on Aegean psychedelic fish cocktails? Ooh. Uh, I've been on a Gia in a K-hole, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, then ask if you ever tripped on a Gian psychedelic fish cocktails in metadimensional space, because oh. it's fucking wild. All right. And would you like to do that, because we're about to go into metadimensional space? Are we not at Argo? No, we're at, at Fuxilong. We're about to be in Argo. Jesus, this is the slowest ship I've ever been on. Man, you picked... The party bus. You did not. <laughs> you did not hop on the high speed rail. Shit, I didn't know it was a party bus. <laughs> I feel like you should. We should add that to the Listen, we the commercial. <laughs> what do you think all the karaoke and tequila and shit was about? G- give me a talk check. <laughs> can or possibly a performance of you. Can I? Uh, can I try and assist? Uh, well, I was an eleven sure. on the die, so. I think... Oh, nice. That's legit. Uh, that's a nine. What's actually my my talk skill? I don't I don't have any bonus charisma. Oh, I've got a plus one to talk, so that was a twelve. Nice. And it's a thirteen because you got the assist. So my assist is uh Father. Yeah. Would you like to take the quick direct route, or would you like to stay on the ship that gives you endless free drugs? The that one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you could take one of Grace's, I mean, Hopper's drugs, and you could, like, put it in the fish, and then you put the fish in the drink. It's like a turducken of drugs. It's like a turducken of drugs. I bet this gas station has some, I bet this gas station has some really great. I think it's called a speedball. (laughs) Actually, uh, Uh, candy flipping. Hopper Hopper has a plan for for Father Constantopoulos. Nice. Well, I want to get him fucking high on acid where he's talking about life and shit and be like, so what's up with the, with the rebels? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to de- deploy the, the plan. We can do the plan if you want to do the plan, if it's a good plan. I, think, plan. I think we do the plan. After. I don't know what the plan is. <laughs> the, the big tray of drugs in this room says, take these, it'll fuck you up real bad. And as Stan said, the twist is, they work. <laughs> I like the idea that every one of us has a different plan to deal with Constantopolis. Mackie doesn't. And He's we're just putting expired beans <laughs> on fried fish. I just. <laughs> I call it Baja Because <laughs> you take a bite and you go, Baja! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Um, I do have some bad news. Yeah. 42 Days has put a quite a dent in uh, the Grace's sedative stocks. Mm. Asterisk. It was only 30 days. It was only 30 days. <laughs> still, though. It but I, but I think At this it point, has now been days. 42 42 days because it was... Wait. Well, yeah. No, no, no. It's been 36 yeah. days. We it, can no, it's back. been 38 days. 38 days because yeah. it takes 48 hours to travel in the yeah. system. And how many days do we have left until our deployment? Because I think we, we mapped it out before. Yeah. And it would have... We had three days grace. We had, th- we had three Present. or four... <laughs> no, we had, an, we had enough days that we could have gone to Panamorphy, literally like shoved him off, shoved Constantopoulos off yeah. the gangplank and made it back, and yeah. we would have had enough days. So that means we have we, we had, a little leeway. Uh, um, we, not to give you guys the answer or anything... But you can refuel an Argo. You can cap it off. Yeah. And yeah. it won't cost you any time. 
Okay, so that means that we... Oh, right, yeah. Then we're good. Then we're good. We budgeted for one time that we would have to do like a full in and out refuel. Yeah. Yep. You're about to enter the desert in Texas. Stop at the fucking gas station, even if you're at three quarters. Yes. But uh, Mackie's standing by the door tapping his watch, being like, I'll bet everybody back one in five minutes. If you're not here when it's time to go, we're leaving you, which is probably a better option for you. (laughs) (laughs) Which is something to consider. (laughs) He's just standing there with a napkin tucked in. He's got his, like, his bean fish sandwich. Open face bean fish sandwich yeah. in, in one hand. <laughs> one of as soon as this, uh, as soon as this bean fish sandwich hits the depths, <laughs> you're gonna wish you got off. That's all I'm saying. Hune, who has been um, mostly just in the background lately, yeah, walks up to you and he, he has the um, that same like serene calm on his face, except that he's holding his hands up like this and he has three corn dogs in each hand like Wolverine claws. <laughs> <laughs> and he offers you one. Don't mind if I do. Uh, he takes one of the corn dogs, sends him out in. <laughs> Excelsior. What do you think he's doing? Trying to give you expired food? <laughs> Fair enough. Mackie dips it in the beans. <laughs> Wait, are those Anton's hot corn dogs? No, these are gas station corn dogs. Oh, nice. Infinitely spirit. Yeah, they're the good shit. Hyung, mm-hmm. how have uh, you and your, uh, you know, <clears throat> mated pair partner... <laughs> thing that you do been enjoying the voyage so far all six days of it <laughs> he, he lights one of the, one of the corn dogs and takes a long drag <laughs> and then he says uh the experience before we got on your ship was sufficiently traumatic that uh we've partitioned off a great deal of uh chung he's memory so he's mostly been resting all right. Well, I'm glad that we're giving him plenty of time to rest. And I'm glad that you're doing well. I am. So Hyun's the talkative one now? Appears to be. Just don't think that there's really any meaningful difference between the two at this stage. It's fair. You know, it's fair. In, these, in this proximity. I'm also at currently only about three-fourths as smart. Oh, okay. Hey. hey, Anton! Anton, get over here! Anton, get <laughs> over here! It's too late. I changed my goals. Can't <laughs> <laughs> turn you're, into your joke. Uh, hey. No, Anton comes running over no. and Wang like like a baton in a race, like hands off a laffy taffy wrapper. <laughs> hey, Hoon. Hey, Hoon. Yeah. Why don't you f- ever see pink elephants hiding in trees? I don't know. Because they're really good at hiding. Damn. <laughs> fucking Laffy Taffy. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Hyun, hey, Hyun. Hmm. Did you know that the old Earth Mario, you've heard of Mario, right? Yes. Right, so he's Japanese, right? Mm-hmm. So Mario is his last name. Mm-hmm. You know what his first name is? Hmm. It's Sumi. It's Sumi. Mario. Ah. I must be missing some context. You know what? You said that you weren't as smart, and I feel like you should have laughed at that. Did you know that diarrhea is hereditary? <laughs> oh, because it comes in your genes? It runs in your genes. <laughs> and then he has a faraway look. Ooh, wait, wait. I got one that I think is tailor-made for you. Hmm. What did the Zen Buddhist say to the hot dog vendor? Hewn doesn't know this joke. <laughs> but you do, of course. I do, yeah. 
Make me one with everything. <laughs> so wise. I have, a, I have a crass one. <laughs> hey, Hune. I don't know. <laughs> oh. He cracks. <laughs> it's very slight, but you, you, you see it. Wow, you got him, but you changed your goal. <laughs> it's okay. It's the satisfaction at this point. I just think it's funny when we say sexist stuff. Uh. <laughs> Call me old fashioned. <laughs> turns out, turns out, Hume is a misogynist bigot. <laughs> the entire hive mind. The entire hive mind is. Yeah, Hune, uh, Hune. Call me hey, old fashioned, like but women drivers. Hey, Hune, Hune. Hmm. What do you call it when a poltergeist haunts a religious domicile? What? A monastery. <laughs> That's what they call it when Anton's in there. <laughs> Woo! I take a long drag off of my corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> because the poltergeist has sex with all of the residents. <laughs> oh. So, uh, yeah, CB slips away during the joke fest mm -hmm. <laughs> on this uh, space gas station. Is there like a public computer portal type thing? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So she's a little sad that she didn't get any mail, even though, honestly, I haven't established anyone that she would get mail from. Mm -hmm. The terminal has a little red light on it that's blinking, and there's a sticker next to it that says, when blinking, connection secure. Yeah, so she uh, she's just going to quick try and update her address. She's trying to make the grace like her permanent, this is where you can send my junk mail. Mm-hmm. Now that its transponder isn't correct, that's well. Be... She said she sets it up as the yeah. transponder that is mm -hmm. the right transponder. Yeah, the space whaling scale that. Is... Yes. Oh, the black diamond. Right. The Bonnie ship, the diamond. Ah. Uh, Goes uh, fishing for a whale. Well, nope, I had set it up as the Edmund Fitzgerald, but oh shit, we oh, could do a different one if you want. A, that's a bad one. I've heard <laughs> stories about that one, and I don't think that's a name we should use. I think we should use the Black Diamond. Titanic, it is. Ghost ship. You know, you know what's better than the Titanic? The Mary Deer. Oh, I was going to say the Lusitania. Oh, nice. That's slightly more obscure. <laughs> the Mary Ellen Carter. Is, oh, uh, the Mary Ellen Carter is a good one. The Mary Deer. You've docked. You've got your corn dogs. You can't stick around all day, but there's time to hit the slot machines if anybody's got any, uh... Got any pocket change? Mackie. Hey, what's up, Papa? May I request some shore leave? Yeah, but of course. Go ahead. I need to see a man about a dog. <laughs> okay. I That's how you say I want to buy drugs, right? Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, no, Hopper, that's... You want to see a man about a horse. <laughs> I need to see a man to buy some horse. <laughs> Perfect. You got it. You nailed it. <clears throat> Out of the park, buddy. You go get those drugs. Remember, we're not going to a party. We're going to party. <laughs> That's my secret, Captain. I am always party. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you stock up on those vampire ones again. Those are fun. That was a special little cocktail that I whipped up on the spot, and I'm not sure if I could do it again. Aww. But I am happy to try. <laughs> Speaking of drugs and buying them, I'm like half-assed trying to quit smoking again. So I bought a uh, a disposable vape, and it is unfortunately like the best disposable one that I've found. It's like the most the most consistent, like best quality one. But it has the absolutely most like heinous and atrocious name to the brand and the the product. Oh yeah, what is um, the name of the brand is huh. Pastel Cartel, and the name <laughs> of the particular product is Esco Bars. 
<laughs> you know what? That fucking rules. It's so fucking bad. I have no objection to that. Hostel cartel is what you but, call Hunbots. Like that's the new Hunbots name. But that's just like the let, women who let me name my product after like a viciously murderous drug cartel runner. Yeah, that's great. That's uh, so bad. If only they made candy. <laughs> All right. Yeah. There's a uh, quote unquote pharmacy. In a back alley. Okay. Hopper goes uh, clunking down the alley. A few junkies move out of his way. Uh, By junkies, I mean piece of shit robots. <laughs> Get a job, you bums. <laughs> you approach the shady back alley uh, pharmacy slash vet slash emergency surgery center. Mm-hmm. And there's a name on the broken glass in the window of the door. Okay. Johann Heinrich D. Weiler. Is it D period D, Weiler? Yeah. Dr. Weiler. Knock, knock. And then uh, I actually knock. Who is it? Not a cop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Come in. <laughs> Hello, I would like to buy some drugs. What kind of drugs? Neuroleptics, neurolytics, neurotypicals. You want sedatives? Yes. Upsies, downies, Lucy's, lefties. <laughs> I would like to buy some scopalamine, some listerinopalamine. Some Drachenflox, Haloperidol, Benzodiazepines, Mercedes Diazepines. BMW. Pretty much anything that ends in peen. I don't sell sedatives. <laughs> Tranquilizers I do have. <laughs> what have you got? He points to a shelf, uh-huh. and there are two glass, like big science class bla- uh, glass flasks. Like Erlenmeyer flasks? Yeah. Okay. And they are uh, full to the brim with translucent brown fluid. Okay. Does he just pour you a pint? Well, he actually says, do you want the syringe? Are you going to huff? <laughs> I am the syringe. <laughs> How much right. for the lot? Uh, 20 credits. Oh, shit. Wow, that's reasonable. Drugs Can I talk shit. you down to 100? I mean, yes, 20 credits. <laughs> Sounds great. Make it out to Bill. He went from German to Russian. <laughs> I noticed, and I'm cool with that. Yeah, he's faking it. They were hunted like dogs. I was wondering if he was inspired by the Count. I'll give an experience point to anybody who can name the reference. Can't throw that out to the fans, too. You can take an experience point to your DM. Universal experience point. Mm-hmm. I mean, all I got is Fievel. <laughs> Pretty sure it's yeah. from Fievel. <laughs> the scene where Fievel buys heroin? Yeah, that's... I mean, the scene where Fievel's family is forced to leave Russia because they're... They got caught with heroin. <laughs> that was that was actually American Tale 6, uh, <laughs> which is where you find out that Fievel actually smuggled, like, mm-hmm. bags of oh, no. Russian brown in his Russian brown. Oh, it's, no. Uh, but very tiny bags. The yeah. porn parody, uh, an American tale, Fifel Bones Best. Oh, you know what? Something shouldn't be porn parodied, okay? That's Too late. ruining my childhood. Disagree. <laughs> We've all heard about your childhood. Frankly, it needs a little ruining. Frankly, it needs a porn parody. <laughs> the, uh, the porn parody main character is... No. That might be the worst thing you've said. That's, that's yeah, way up there. I think it is. Oh, yeah. The main character in the porn parody is seven and a half full. <laughs> so uh, Hopper Hopper slaps a crisp twenty credit bill mm-hmm. on the on the counter and then picks up the Erlenmeyer flask and then just goes. <laughs> <laughs> and when the 
tank reaches like full year. There's a little bing. <laughs> Blast off city. Chili P. Uh, and that is, uh, that's a guy submitted by Bairnhelm. Oh, nice. It's our NPC oh, nice. name for the episode. You know how I do this every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Scrupulously. Yeah. Just for old time's sake, I would like a syringe. Mm-hmm. He points to a, a cigar box by the door. Take what you want. Hopper sticks his hand in the box and then just pulls it out like laced with syringes. It's like a take a penny, leave a penny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're clearly used. That's the end of our episode for this week. I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You know, it just really means a lot that there are folks out there that have stuck around this far. want to give a big thank you to Jackson Seib, who composed our music. It is a beautiful piece of music, and we hope one day to be the show that lives up to it. Damn right. And if you want to know more... Or maybe not know more, but Ooh. just touch us in a different kind of way. Go to www.astronomicapodcast.com. And there, you will find a permanent, non-expiring... Non-ins- <laughs> non-inspiring. I know. That is, true. Ac- that is accurate. <laughs> non-expiring invitation to... Our Discord, where most of us spend the majority of our non-podcast social interacting time. We have different channels. We usually participate in NaNoWriMo. There are community one-shots that are open to all to run and participate in every month. That's where we run the Patreon one-shots, which if you are generous enough to contribute some money, we have uh, special cast-included one-shot episodes there. And just a general all-around good time with a wacky bunch of malcontents. Lots of memes and GIFs, which is why anyone's on the internet, really. Yep. And uh, if you want to support us you can check us out at patreon.com slash astronomica podcast if you don't want to fund the growth of global communism you can instead just give us a five-star review uh on the podcast app of your choice provided five is the most (laughs) (laughs) if there are anywhere there are 10 stars then like at least an eight (laughs) yeah i mean i'd say we're a memphis eight (laughs) <laughs> uh, they say Memphis 8 is a New York bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye. Forever. Oh, wait. <laughs>